Hello and welcome this week to Talking Flutes Bite Size with me, Jean-Paul Wright. A huge shout out as usual to our podcast sponsors who make all this possible, TJ Flutes. You can show them some flute love by visiting them and following them on Instagram at TJ Flutes, Facebook at Trevor James Flutes and on the web at tjflutes.com. This week is titled Taming the Musical Control Freak, Unleashing Creativity and Achieving Musical Excellence. Well, that's a big title, isn't it? As we all know, music is a universal language that transcends boundaries and stirs the soul. It also has this huge power to evoke emotions, inspire creativity and connect us on a very deep level. For many musicians, even if you don't do it professionally, it becomes a lifelong passion, demanding dedication, practice and a relentless pursuit of excellence. However, in this pursuit of musical perfection, which, if for a moment we take a step back, we can all agree that perfection doesn't really exist in music, due largely, and this is my own thoughts, to us being at the behest of audience and teacher judgment and validation. Yet, even though many of us deep down know that finding genuine perfection isn't actually possible, some of us, some of you, may still find ourselves trapped in the clutches of perfectionism, which may lead to the occasional transformation into a musical control freak. This mindset manifests in various ways, often fueled by an underlying fear of making mistakes or falling short of one's own demanding standards. So, what is the musical control freak? It's simply a desire for perfection. At the heart of the musical control freak lies an unwavering quest for total precision, flawless tone and perfect interpretation. To some high-achieving performers, this drive may be how they believe they function best. However, for the majority of flute players and musicians, these expectations can actually prevent us from ever being truly happy with what we do. So let's look at some symptoms of the control freak mindset. Micromanaging every aspect of playing. The musical control freak meticulously analyzes every note, every phrase, and every detail. Often, and the byproduct of that is stifling any spontaneity and creativity. They have obsessive attention to mistakes. Every mistake is magnified, leading to an anxiety and performance hindrance. They have a relentless pursuit of flawlessness. Now, there isn't really a problem with pursuing flawlessness however hours are spent perfecting every aspect of a piece leaving little room for personal expression and improvisation that then leads on to a fear of taking risks you see the fear of making mistakes prevents experimentation and musical growth and that can lead on to a lack of emotional connection The focus then becomes on technical perfection rather than connecting with the music on an emotional level. Let's briefly look at the paradox of perfectionism. The pursuit of perfection 
whilst very admirable, can paradoxically hinder our musical progress. There's an overemphasis on accuracy, focusing on technical precision, which can often stifle innovation and the development of your unique musical voice. It can therefore stifle that creativity because there becomes an overemphasis on flawlessness, which can suppress the natural flow of music and creativity by focusing on the linear notes on the page rather than what's contained within that note. In essence, that can potentially lead on to performance anxiety, which, as we all know, is the fear of making mistakes, which affects one's ability to relax and enjoy the performance. Performance anxiety is a really crippling issue and one that really there isn't one size fits all. And we do have a podcast coming up in the next few weeks where we're going to look at creative visualisation and allowing you through the use of mindfulness and using your brain to create a situation where you can begin the process of tempering the anxiety, but also not locking it away, not putting it in a pressure cooker which a lot of people do, they tend to take the performance anxiety and they push it away and try to forget it's there. And then sometimes when you're playing, up it pops and then you start getting the collie wobbles, the leg wobbles and everything else and you start going wrong. So we'll be looking at performance anxiety in another couple of weeks. So to unlock true musical potential, we must break free from the shackles of perfectionism and embrace a more liberating mindset one that allows for spontaneity, experimentation and improvisation. So that's all well and good, but let's quickly look at a few strategies for taming that musical control freak, if you have one. Let's focus on the process, not the outcome. Try shifting your focus from obsessing over the perfect rendition of a piece to the joy of learning, exploring and creating. Take the weight and inner expectations off your shoulders. Release that stress point. Practice with freedom in mind. When you practice, allow yourself to deviate from the written score. Experiment with different phrasing and dynamics and listen to the music's natural flow. When you return back, you'll have more clarity and freedom within the narrative of that piece. So going off-piste can often mean that when you come back, everything opens up into a different colour and a different narrative. Embrace improvisation. So don't be afraid to let go of the predetermined path and improvise within the structure of the piece. Improvisation can spark creativity and add a unique flavour to your performances. So who says that you can't improvise? within Mozart in practice, or Bach, or Foray. Why not use improvisation in practice? And then when you come back, within the narrative of the notes written by the composer, whether it be Mozart, Bach, or Foray, your imagination, your creativity has been unlocked. A really important thing is to connect with the music emotionally. Allow yourself to feel the emotions evoked by the music, and try and express them through your playing. Now, that's really hard, but you need to do that because you need to create this connection between yourself, the audience, or yourself as an examiner, or yourself and the jury. 
To do that, you need to understand the narrative, the story, and connect with the audience, that story. Let the music speak to your heart and soul and what the composer was striving for when they wrote it. Without understanding the story, then you're just playing the dots on the page, which, taken to the extreme, is simply a mathematical equation. Any emotion you will impart to the audience, to an examiner or to a jury, is determined by what you discover from within the score, and not by only what you see on the page, those blobs on sticks, the music. Why is it that five people, and I say five people for no other reason, but just five people can play the same piece, and yet perhaps only one of those performances will resonate deeply with you? Now, another thing is seek feedback and learn from any mistakes. Now, find me a musician who can ever claim to not have made a mistake. Release yourself from total control by understanding that mistakes are an occasional inevitability. Ultimately, it's how you respond to them when they arise, which will give you the opportunities for growth and learning. Mistakes happen to everybody in every walk of life. The thing with musicians and creatives, sometimes we beat ourselves up. It happens. Put it to bed. You can't write it. Move on. Learn from it. What caused us to make the mistake? Was it our focus slightly deviated at that moment? Were we anxious? Did we feel anxiety? Did we do enough work in the preparation for the performance? And that brings me on to another thing. Is we have to celebrate progress, not perfection. Celebrate every step forward, every new skill acquired and every performance that brings you closer to your musical aspirations. We don't celebrate ourselves enough. We tend to beat ourselves up more than we actually say, well done or I really enjoyed that. Another way of releasing the tension is to play with others. Playing with other musicians can help you break out of your comfort zone. And indeed, we can, each and every one of us can learn from other musicians. It can also provide an obvious sense of community and motivation. And I know a lot of flute players that listen to this podcast don't necessarily belong to a community. But if you do have that opportunity, go out and join in. Because these community bands, these community orchestras, these community flute groups are very non-judgmental. They just want to be able to enjoy the process of making music together. Remember, music and your flute playing in particular is about expressing yourself, connecting with others and enjoying the journey of learning, playing and performing. Start today by letting go of the desire for perfection or control. Try opening your mind to embracing the freedom to experiment and improvise. Do this and you'll be on the beautiful and creative path to unlocking the joy within and banishing the musical control freak. Talking Flutes and Talking Flutes Extra are podcast productions by the Trevor James Flute Company. For more information, visit trevorjamesflutes.com.